1: High Level Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. On Fridays, we are entertained by the world's greatest comedy duo on The Abbott and Costello Show. This episode originally aired on November 29th, 1945, and here is Opening a Gas Station.
0: program, starring Bud Abbott and Lou Costello, brought to you by Camel, the cigarette of costlier, properly aged tobacco. The Abbott and Costello program, with the modern rhythm of Will Osborne and his orchestra, Iris Adrian, our singing star, Connie Haynes, and spotlighting that chunky, chubby little cherub who, when caught rubbing floor polish on his uncle Artie Stebbins' head because he heard it was good for wood, calmly said,
3: Ah!
4: Costello, we bought this gas station four days ago. Are you listening to me? Yeah, I'm listening Go ahead. We bought this gas station four, y- four days ago. And you, you promised to do half the work. Now, oh, uh, you've got uh, Lana Turner's car up there on the grease rack. Uh, why aren't you greasing it? Because Lana's t- Lana Turner's car makes me awfully nervous. Oh, how could Lana Turner's car make you nervous? Well, this is the first time I've ever been close to her chassis. I... LAUGHTER Look, they'll be after her car in a minute. Now, get it off that hydraulic hoist. And take it easy, please. Okay, okay. All right. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody want to buy a squatty Chevrolet? You idiot. Now, look what you've done. Do you realize that Miss Turner can sue you for damages? Sue me for damage? me. How much more damage does she want? No. look at the car. Oh, you dummy. She can press a suit against you. Oh, she can <laughs> press a suit against me anytime. time. Oh, <laughs> if he's oh, sense, we've got to lift that car up and get it out of there. Uh, where are the jacks? Where are the jacks? Yes, where are the jacks? I quit playing jacks. I couldn't get past my foot oh, oh, so you play jacks. I suppose you play tiddlywinks too, don't you? Yes, I do. But I don't want to play no tiddlywinks with you. Why not? Because you play with loaded (laughs) tiddlies. All the kids told me. What kids? All the kids on Ticket Tuppetry. Now, listen, Costella. uh, uh, Costella.
3: uh... Look,
4: I'm getting fed up with this. You haven't done a lick of work around here in four days. Oh, no. Only this morning I cleaned out that little pantry over there. Pantry? Yeah. That's not a pantry. Now he tells me. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand, will you? Listen to me, please. What would they be doing with a pantry and a filling station? Well, I thought maybe that's where they kept the traffic jam.
0: Oh, no.
4: Hello, Habit and Costello Service Station.
0: Do you have an oversized head gasket? Yes, I have. How do you get your hat on? <laughs>
4: That was a very funny joke. I'll pull it on Abbott. Hey, Abbott, do you have an oversized head gasket? No, but I have a new pair of cast iron fender pants. Now, what am I going to do with the hat? (laughs) Now, there you go again. No wonder people don't come into our filling station. If a customer drove in here right now, you wouldn't know what to do. Yes, I would. All right. Suppose the man asked for Ethel. Well, what would you tell him? I'd tell him it was a day off. Uh, no, you'd, you'd... You'd put Ethel in the car. I'd put her in his car. I don't even know that girl. Oh, Ethel is tanked in front of the gas station. Oh, you want me to sober her up? No, please. You mean the kid's got a little bun on? No, 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 nothing of the kind. Listen He's to a me. little bit tipsy. Will you listen to me, please? we got a truck girl in front of the nothing gas station. Nothing of the kind. I'm not talking about that. Look, if a man has a high-speed motor, he wants Ethel He wants what? Ethylene. That's a new one on me, brother. He wants ethylene. And ethyl. It's two kinds. Or ethylene or ethylene. Huh? He could give him ethylene. That's the one I'd better get to get the laugh. All right. Well, get it that way. <laughs> get it the way you want. Go ahead. If, uh, if he wants me to put ethyl on a diet, okay. Now, look, look, look. What would you do if a man drove into our gas station and his motor knocked? I open the door and let it in. No. <laughs> Don't you understand? He has a miss in his motor. Okay, she gets come in town. <laughs> please, just a minute, will you please? The man's motor is missing. Oh, what are you looking at me for? I didn't take it. All right, I... <laughs> I do go around taking the motors, you know. There's other ways of making a buck. All right, I know that. Just forget about it. Look, what... Wait a minute. What would you do if a man drove up with a flat tire? I would treat her just like any other lady. No. <laughs> you, you don't understand. That's self-service with me. I understand that. I mean a puncture, you nip with a puncture. Do you know what a puncture is? Oh, yeah. A puncture is a hissing sound followed by naughty words. Right. <laughs> of all the jokes I ever met, that settles it. Take that uniform off and get out of here. Right here and now, I am going to sever my r- relations with you. You are? Well, yeah. while you're at it, I've got a knuckle I wish you'd cut up, too. Uh, He's no. He's the meanest man. I'd I ever... You better never. stop me. He's the meanest Will man. Well, you I never ever... mind that. Listen to me. Okay. I mean you're through. Fired. Now, get out of here. Go ahead. You mean I'm all oh, washed up? You heard me. You're firing me, Abbott? You are fired. Please, Abbott. Give me another chance. No, never. We're through. Oh, pilgrims. 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 Pilgrim what? Just pilgrims. You stopped my progress. What? Uh, Oh, all right. I'll give you another chance. Now, get in that car there and drive it over to the uh, wash rack. It won't start. I tried it. No, what do you mean it won't start? All you have to do is choke your motor. Do what? I said choke your motor. Abbott, do you realize what you're saying? Well, certainly. Choke my motor? That's all you have to do. Do I look like a boy that would choke his own motor? Listen, (laughs) I think you even know where your motor is. Sure I do. She's home with my fodder. Your folder. <laughs> your fodder? Yeah, good taking care of my little broder and soda. Oh, stop this, Southerness. I, I don't think you ever had a car. Oh, certainly I got a car, Rabbit. Only I can't think of the name of it, that's all. And all I know is that it ends with an ac. An ak. That's the name of my car. It ends is with it, an ak. Is it a Pontiac? No. Cadillac? No. Now I remember. Fine. It's a Maniac. Maniac? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time I drive down the street, everybody says... There goes a maniac! (laughs) You mean that old old broken down jalopy of yours? Do you call that thing a car? What do you mean, broken down jalopy, Abbott? My car's good enough for the army. A big general wants to borrow it. Uh, A general wants to borrow your car? I don't believe it. Oh, yeah, here's a note. I got a note right here from him. Look what it says We'll be around to your house in the morning to pick up your car. Signed, General Finance.
0: Tune in on Bud and Lou. And if it's wisdom you want... Well, let's go back 2,500 years... To wise old Aesop. Experience is the best teacher. Yes, experience is the best teacher. When cigarettes were very scarce not many months ago... Most smokers took what they could get. One day, one brand. Another day, some other brand. Now, that experience taught smokers... That the costly tobaccos blended in the traditional camel way set camels apart from all others. That fact is proved by today's record demand for camels. As old Aesop also said... Actions speak louder than words. Yes, actions speak louder than words. The actions of today's experienced smokers speak louder than any words about any cigarette. For more smokers are asking for camels today than ever in camel history. Yes, camels are the choice. The choice of millions whose own experience taught them that the expertly blended, costly tobaccos of camels set camels apart. Yes, camels are the choice. The choice of experience. And our camel presents Will Osborne and the orchestra. It's the rhythm of Tampico.
4: Tell him, wait on that girl that just drove in. Hurry up. Okay, well, up
5: here, lady. I want some these. I'm on my way to the movie studio. I'm working in a picture out at G. Amgiam?
3: <laughs>
4: um, <Giam. laughs>
5: yes. Are you acquainted with any of the actors at Amgiam?
4: No, but I know the janitor at Republic.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: That's
4: right near Universal. <laughs> I'm so thrilled. I'm appearing in a new picture. It's all about the African jungles.
0: The African jungles? <laughs> oh, Abby,
4: you know what the jungles are. That's the home of the G-reeft and the cheetah. <laughs> That's where the Mount Kays. The Mount Kays? The Mount Kays eat the coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in one
5: scene I'm surrounded by savage crocodiles.
4: Crocodiles?
5: <laughs> yes. Have you ever been frightened by a crocodile?
4: No, but I'm, I've been chased by a
6: skunk. <laughs>
4: Young man, are you trying to mock me? No, I like you a lot. I could go for you. Couldn't you go for me? Absolutely. And here I go. Hey, what was the matter with her? I guess I made her mauled. <laughs> hey, Costello, is there another, another car driving in. Hurry up. See what they want. We're doing a nice business here. <laughs> hey, buddy. Huh? Come here. What can I do for you? Shh, not so loud. Yes? Come closer. Yes, sir. How would you like to have a bunch of tires you could sell without priorities? I got a carload of hot tires. I could let you have cheap. What? How dare you try to sell me tires without a priority? You are nothing but a crook, a chiseler, and a rat. I have a good notion to report you to the FBI. I am from the FBI. Just checking. (laughs) gas. oh Costello. Here comes your girlfriend, lean against her. Abbott, where is that Costello? I'm going to tear him limb from limb. Get out the DDT. Here comes the Black Widow. <laughs> Ow! Oh, there you are, you inflated meatball. I asked you to put five gallons of gas in my car, and what did you do? Well, we were out of gasoline, so I poured in a case of 7-Up. No. <laughs> <laughs> Costello, why do you do such things? Yes, when I got home, I was all broken up. Well, whoever put you back together again certainly did a swell job. <laughs> right, stop it, Costello, stop it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry about your car, Lena, but I bought you a present. Here's a quart bottle of Channel Number 5. A quart bottle? Mm-hmm. Costello, that's awfully extravagant. Why, oh. a dram would have been enough. Well, I guess I'm just one of those fellas that don't give a dram. <laughs> And here is a garlic lipstick to go with the perfume. A garlic lipstick? Yes. When I want to kiss you in the dark, I just inhale and come in under bean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Costello, I'm fed up with you. Goodbye. Looked out on me, too. Everybody's getting mad at me. This is certainly a busy day. Hey, another car just pulled up to the uh, grease rack. Hey, bud. Why, it's Ken Niles and Mrs. Niles is with him. Hello, Mrs. Niles.
5: Hello, Mr. Abbott. We came over to try your new station. My, I see you have a nice stack of tires there. Oh, my mistake. That's Mr. Costello.
3: (laughs)
4: Get out the fresh knuckles, kids. This is the main event.
0: (laughs) Now, you wait a minute, Costello. Don't you start any fights with my wife. You
5: keep on of this, Kenneth. I wear the pants in our family.
0: Gee, I thought you said I could wear them tonight. (laughs) Well, well, Mrs...
5: (laughs) Mrs. Niles,
0: what can we do for
5: you? I want to leave my car here to be greased. I'll pick it up in the morning. Uh, Come on, Kenneth.
4: I want to get home. You know, I just had my hair washed. Gee, your hair looks lovely. No kidding. I could tell you just had it washed. Oh, you could? Yeah, the laundry tag is still tied to your bangs.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Oh, I'd better have that
4: car greased and ready for me at 8 o'clock in the morning. Come, Kenneth. Do you hear me? Come along, Kenneth. Give him a little time, will you? His leash is caught around the gasoline pump. (laughs) You insinuate I have Kenneth on a leash. Come, Kenneth. Come on, get busy, Costello. Now, look, Abbott. Get busy, Costello, and grease Mrs. Niles' car. Why do I have to do all the heavy work around here? You know, I'm not a well man. Oh, stop. Now, honest, Abbott, I'm not. I only wish I was as strong as you. Oh, being strong is all in the mind. If you think strong, you'll be strong. Uh, Think of Atlas. You'll uh, have a body like Atlas. Think of Hercules, you'll have a body like Hercules. That wouldn't work with me, Abbott. Why not? I keep thinking of Betty Grable.
0: And now, Camel's lovely Connie Haynes, repeating one of her best, Along the Navajo Trail.
2: When the wind is drumming a sedge. Where...
0: a combination of smoke that tastes right on your tongue and feels right in your throat.
2: And that, by an odd coincidence, would be the smoke of camels, right, Ken?
0: Well, I think so, but each smoker must decide that for himself. His T-zone must decide. You know, T for taste and T for throat. The zone where smokers test the smoke of any cigarette. Yes, in a cigarette, the smoke's the thing. But only you can judge it. How the smoke on your tongue tastes, how the smoke in your throat feels... Only your T-Zone can tell, for... Experience is the best, teacher. Exactly. And a few months ago, when smokers' T-Zones had to sample so many different smokes, countless smokers learned that the costlier tobaccos of camels suited their T-Zones to a T. Yes, they found camels most pleasant in taste, most soothing in the throat. For today, the preference for camels is the greatest in all camel history. In the zone where smokers test the smoke of any cigarette, it's... C-A-M-E-L-S. Camels are the choice. More smokers are asking for camels today than ever in camel history.
5: Well, uh, Mr. Abbott, is my car all greased and ready? Uh,
4: Yes,
0: it is, Mrs. Niles. Uh,
4: Costello, uh, go get Mrs. Niles' car. Uh Uh-oh. What do you mean, Uh uh-oh? I was afraid she was going to ask for a car again. The car isn't here.
5: My car isn't here? Where
4: (laughs) is it? Where is my car? I had it out last night. I was testing it, and I had a slight accident. The car is down on Main Street. On Main Street? Well, why didn't you bring it home? It was dark. I couldn't find all the parts. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You wrecked Mrs. Niles' car? How did it happen?
5: I hit a pedestrian. You hit a pedestrian? Oh, how could that wreck the car? The pedestrian was on a bus. (laughs) Is the car on Main Street? Between 5th and 6th Streets. Oh, will you be specific? Is it nearer 5th or nearer 6th? It's kind of spread out evenly between them.
3: <laughs>
5: oh, you fool! I suppose the car is a total wreck. I couldn't
4: tell very well.
3: Oh. What do you
5: mean you couldn't tell? When I
4: left, the fire department was sifting the ashes. <laughs>
5: Idiot has destroyed my car
0: Well, we're not going to stand for this, Costello You're going to replace my wife's car We're calling the police Now, wait a minute, Mr. and Mrs. Niles
4: I I, I didn't mean to
0: wreck your car I'm just a poor little boy trying to get
4: ahead Well, if you ever get a good one, you'd better hang on to it (laughs) Mrs. Niles, I'm going to do the gentlemanly thing I'm going to give you my car It's a beautiful 10-passenger sedan You mean 10 people can ride in it? No, one rides the other nine push I don't
5: want
4: your broken-down jalopy Please, it's a very nice car here it is, over here, leaning against the wall. <laughs> Come on, hop in, everybody. I'll take you for a spin. All right. All right, Costello. Step on the starter. Okay. On the sidewalk. Oh, you don't drive on the sidewalk. Oh, you're a stranger in California, eh, Bud? I, uh, look out! Look out! Look out! Give that pedestrian the right of way. Okay. Ah! You bigback dummy! Can't you see where you're going? I got you, didn't I? Costello, you blockhead! You bumped into that woman. You told me to. I did not. I said give her the right of way. Oh, I think you says give it to her right away. <laughs> Oh, here
6: comes the motorcycle cop. All right, pull over to the curb, you. I'm Officer Mellonhead. What do you think you're going, to a fire? Hey, Abbott, there's a
4: fire. Come on, let's go see it. Costello,
6: there isn't any fire. This guy just told me there's a fire. I did not. I just asked you if you were going to a fire. Sure, I'll go. I like to watch fire. Listen, Shorty, there isn't any fire.
4: Didn't you just ask me if I was going to a fire?
6: Yes, I did, but I always ask that.
4: Whether there's a fire or not? Yes. Let me smell your breath.
6: <laughs> How dare you? How dare you insinuate that I drink? A bottle has never touched my lips. Oh, a cork sniffer. A cork- <laughs> Insulting a police officer. And there's witnesses, too, huh? Who are these two people in the back seat? Uh, that's Mr. and Mrs. Ken Niles. Oh, indeed. And which one is Mrs. Niles?
4: Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Officer Mullenhead. I don't go for that kind of remark. Which one is Mrs. Niles? These people are friends of mine. I'm taking them for a ride in my car. Hey, yeah,
5: but how do you like the guy? asking me which one is Mrs. Niles. Good for you, Costello.
4: You keep out of this, Ken.
5: (laughs) (laughs) So that's your attitude. Well, I'll fix you. Officer, this man wrecked my car and now he's trying to palm off this old pile of junk on you. Oh, he
6: is. Is he trying to swindle a woman? Costello, you're going to jail. Uh, You are, Costello. You've got yourself into it again. Well, what's the matter
4: with you? I guess I'm just a failure. I'm the kind of person my mother don't want me to associate with. I'm just an onion on the hamburger of life. I'm just a piece of flotsam going somewhere to (laughs) (laughs) jetsam. Well, Costello, what are you going to do about the car you wrecked? Mrs. Niles, I'm going to do the decent thing. I'm going to get you a brand new car. What kind of a car are you going to get her? I'll buy a brand new Ford. What's the matter with a Chevrolet? Nothing. Let everybody buy Chevrolets. Just Chevrolets.
6: They shouldn't buy any other car, huh?
4: Let them buy Buicks, Cadillacs, Pontiacs, Holzenbill, Dodgers, Studebakers, Nash's, Packard's, Hudson. Sure.
6: What do you care if Chrysler starves?
4: I don't want Chrysler to starve. Let it sell four million hundred automobiles. Oh, now
6: you want to jam the highway, so my wife will have to drive three miles an hour, huh?
4: Look, let her drive 30 miles, 50, 70, 80 miles an hour. I How don't do You like it?
6: this guy? My wife is cockeyed. He wants you to drive 80 miles an hour.
4: All right, don't let her drive. Let her
6: walk. Oh, she should walk down the street, have the sailors whistling at her. No,
4: no, I don't want the sailors to whistle
6: at her. Mm, now you don't want the sailors to have any fun, huh?
4: Uh-huh. <laughs> I know
6: what you're thinking. Go on, say it. My wife kisses every sailor in town. Your
4: wife don't kiss every sailor in town. Oh,
6: you know the one she kisses, but you won't tell,
4: huh? Wait a minute, Helind. Why where do you think everything I say is switch it for?
6: Switch, huh? Now you're dragging my wife's hair into this. Go on. (laughs) Tell all the people how ugly my wife looks without her hair. Say it. My no. wife is ugly without her no, hair. No, no, Mellonhead. No, I
4: think she's a slick little
6: girl. Oh, slick. My wife looks like a billiard ball with legs. Go on. Uh... Go on. Start a rumor. Tell all the people that I married my wife. I only married my wife for her money.
4: Melonhead, I knew your wife before you married her. She was a pauper. She didn't have a red cent.
6: Now he tells me.
4: <laughs> <laughs> now, just for that,
6: Costello, I've got a good notion to slap your ears down.
4: Oh. Uh... You would have said it if you didn't have the policeman's uniform on. Oh, I wouldn't, huh? No, you wouldn't. No, I'd like to see you take that coat off. Oh, I'll take the coat off. You well, want on, take
6: it off. I'll take it off. Go ahead, take okay, it off. Okay, okay, my coat is off. Now. Well, now what have you got to say?
4: Did anybody ever tell you that you have pretty suspenders? Oh. <laughs> Abigail
0: Costello will be back for Camel Cigarettes in just a moment. And now, this week's salute in the new series of salutes to the men who won the victory. Tonight, we salute the 38th Cyclone Division, heroes of the recapture of Bataan. In your honor, men of the Cyclone Division, the makers of camels are sending to your fellow servicemen overseas 500,000 camel cigarettes. shows thus honors the different units of the Army, Navy, Marines, and Coast Guard, a total of a million camels set free each week. Camel broadcasts go out to the United States twice a week, are rebroadcast to practically every area in the world where our men are stationed, and in cooperation with the Good Neighbor Policy, also to Central and South America. Listen next Thursday when Camel again presents Abbott and Costello. And now here are Bud Abbott and Lou Costello with a final word. Well, Costello, Mrs. Niles is still waiting here. She wants
4: to know what you're going to do about that car of hers that you smashed. Yes,
5: Costello. I simply
4: can't get along without transportation.
5: Why, I've never walked anywhere in my life. When I first came to California, I drove clear across this great country.
4: Well, gee, I can't get you the kind of transportation you had when you came out here to California.
5: And why not?
4: They don't make covered wagons anymore. Good night, folks. Good night. Good night, Abe don't forget, buy your $55. Good night, Abe Patterson. Theater. Good night. Good night, Good night, <laughs>
0: And next week, for another great Abbott and Costello show, brought to you by Camel Cigarettes. And remember, try camels in your tea zone. See if they don't suit your taste, your throat, to a tea.
4: Cold weather and pipe smoking somehow go together, especially if you can settle by the fire and take it easy. But you want the right kind of fire in your pipe, too. The cooler, slow-burning fire of Prince Albert tobacco. Prince Albert burns slowly because it's crimp-cut. A special no-bite treatment takes out the parch and sting, lets you enjoy the rich, mellow flavor of Prince Albert as often as you wish. Do you wonder why Prince Albert is the world's favorite? Try it just once, and you'll know. And be sure on Saturday night to tune in the great Prince Albert radio show... Grand Old Opry, coast to coast on NBC.
0: The Abbott and Costello Show for Campbell Cigarettes will be back at this very same time next week. Don't miss it. This is Ken Niles in Hollywood wishing you all the pleasant. Good night. This is the National Broadcasting Company. You're
1: listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. I hit a pedestrian. He he was on a bus. I mean, this, this was a great episode. And we had the return of Elvia Ullman, who played Mrs. Niles. Now, speaking of Ken Niles, which I know we kind of weren't, but I learned some interesting things about him. Well, him and his brother, Wendell Niles, who was also announcer for shows like The Adventures of Philip Marlowe and The Man Called X. Now, Ken Niles received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 1960 for his work in radio, as did his brother, making them the first brothers to be honored. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support com. The Shadow returns on Monday and next week we'll have some more of the Abbott and Costello show. For com. this is Virtual Vinnie signing off. Have yourselves a great weekend.